Alola. Welcome to the 15th episode of Alola from Ultra Sun and Mediocre Moon. Excuse me. Nah, they're both good. (laughs) They're the same. They're the same. One has a sandy gas, one doesn't. Until later. Uh, I'm your host, SPJ. (laughs) With me is Micah. Uh, Hello. And Irene. Alola is both hello and goodbye. We've been saying that for... 14 straight days. I know. And that because was, that Alola was my... means both hello and goodbye. Alola. Alola. Show's, show's over. Show's over. We did it. Call it a day. Uh, we are going to be talking about the second time you return to the Ether Foundation. So spoilers. If you're following along, you probably know exactly where that is. If uh, you just decided to start here for some reason, which is do- plausible because it would be the top episode in, in the feed. Uh, Please be aware that this is a series. Go back. Go back. Keep listening to this, but then put on all other 14 episodes at the same time. Just power through them. Yeah. That'll be it. And then make a super cut of us saying Alola at the beginning. Oh, that would be great. For all 15 episodes. I feel like we're going to be done before 20 at this rate. You think so? I think so. All right. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. You don't think so? Mm. I feel like we got this... How, We're not how thick is the remainder yeah. of that walkthrough in let the me tell you, once It's we, actually, okay, I can tell you the exact pages. We Once so, once we beat the Elite Four, we're done. So Spoiler, there's Elite Four. <laughs> I mean, so where found that we, out like four episodes, didn't we? Where the next episode will end in the guidebook is page 220. Okay, this is no frame of reference because we don't know when it starts. <laughs> I know. No, she's going to give us the... the, the End page number then, so we know how many pages in between. Oh, I see. I usually, I'm if I'm using Elite Four right now, what are you doing? This Stop is Elite Show me this. I already know who the champion is. You have don't, to fight. Don't do this. And then, uh, oh, <laughs> it ends at two forty, so twenty pages. Oh, that's not a lot. To no. reference, yeah. there's no way that's going to be more than like to, three episodes. To reference this episode that we're starting at, so the Ether House is one ninety three. Yeah, but I know what's coming. So I'm saying that these two episodes will cover 193 to 220. Yeah, that's a lot yeah. of pages. That's yeah. A, yeah. That's a lot. So we'll be fine. Oh, oh, I, I, think I don't we, know what the point of this done was with anymore. The, we'd be done with the episode if we weren't counting pages. Well, okay. <laughs> well, we're done. This is uh, the podcast where we count pages for you. Look, is that I, even an official guidebook? <laughs> <laughs> Before we begin... How many? Wait, how, what page? No, I'm just kidding. Before we begin, <laughs> it is the the beginning of December. It's a perfect time, or a good time, I should say, because you have the majority of the month left to support us on Patreon if you care to do so. If you are a newer listener, if you're a longtime listener, uh, we have an easy to remember website. It is ISE, which stands for It's Super Effective. ISE.cash. Cash. The luxurious dot cash. It was actually like. Did you say luxurious? Yeah, the luxurious ball. <laughs> I couldn't. Aff- we couldn't afford Can- the X and the Y. <laughs> no oh y. my god! <laughs> just throw a luxurious ball at at ISC dot cash. ISC dot cash. Uh, you can support us. You can join our Slack community for two dollars a month. You can get exclusive episodes with just Irene and I of the anime for five dollars a month. And there's a bunch of other rewards. Like you can be a producer 
and uh, tell me how I need to fix the show for $40 a month. There are a couple options, but anyways, isc.cash. I know the Patreon uh, URL is probably difficult to remember. That was my only notice. Beginning of the month, it's Christmas. That has nothing to do with this, but if you feel like giving, Merry, give away. Merry Chrysler. Merry Alola. Uh, I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Alola. We're going to trend that. Wait. Trend many- that. <laughs> Somebody trend that. How many people called you Big M on Twitter? Just one. And okay. I responded and said no. Good. All right. Cool. And that was the end of it. Well. There were a couple people in my Twitch stream that was like, how's Big M doing? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into this episode, which is the Ether Foundation. We go with Gladion and his boyfriend, How. We take the Team Skull bo- boat. I didn't know they had a boat. I don't know if that was in the first Sun or Moon or not. Yeah. They had it had a big black and silver boat that had said Team Skull. Did this one? Yeah. Yeah. I I thought it was new. I think it was new. I it think it looked was a, really cool. I think it was a generic boat in Sun and Moon. Mine looked like a generic boat. It was definitely had a giant Team Skull emblem on the yeah, side. Yeah, you had to like walk back to look at it. Oh. I, no, oh. Uh, when you arrive, you see it. Yeah. That, I don't think you take that there, though. I think the one that you take is a generic boat, and that one is there, because I think that is a boat that somebody used to get there that will get there. Towards the end. Well, I mean, it's, it, this is all the same. It's Cosma. Yeah. <laughs> yes. B- big G. I thought you took the Team Skull boat. No, because you go with Gladion and just Gladion. I thought Gladion <laughs> had the keys to the Team Skull boat. He's part of Team Skull, technically. Yeah, but he doesn't He's he, he doesn't have the, the cash Big G's got. <laughs> he he was selling off all those Buginium Zs. He wasn't on the Mantine Surf leaderboard. Yeah, that's right. Uh, this starts off with arriving, battling Ether Foundation employees, which first time you do that, I believe. Uh, this, this is the same as Sun and Moon. Uh, we go right to the Faba fight, and he has just a single hypno. Yeah. Smoked him. Yep. Yep, destroyed. One crunch and we're done. Lay down very angry. Tells Faba, uh, asks Faba where Lily and Lucimine are. He says they're downstairs. You go downstairs, and that is a false lead. It was clearly a, like a setup. Like, I got a hypno. All I got is a hypno. Oh, you beat me. I guess I'll give you access to the downstairs. Oh, I didn't think of it like that. And then you're like, okay, thanks. And you go down there, and it's a trap. Well, yeah, because there's three people down there that you battle. Yeah. Yep. Which is really poor game design. Just let me battle one person. With three Pokemon. Don't let me battle. Yeah, I, I agree. The re- like re- repetitiveness of you battle somebody and, and then, you like, beat the them. And then it ends yeah. and yep. then it's the next person and then it ends in the next person. Because at least if one person had three Pokemon, they could at least have a little bit more strategy and like switch out and move around and stuff. Yeah. Are you requesting triple battles? <laughs> no, I'm, in requ- the main game? I'm requesting <laughs> them to have just three Pokemon in a single battle and being able to switch. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, it's... I, I've noticed that throughout, and I, I, it's not like this was a new thing. This is a thing that's happened, but I think now is the point where, like, my patience is wearing thin with it. Where I'm like, I don't... These, like, five people or three people or whatever, like, multiple people at a time, I don't want to keep... Dude, this is such <laughs> so time-consuming. Like, after that is all the same, too. You go to the end. You go halfway through the hallway. Gladion is there. He say he, he says he has control of this room. Keep going down the rest of the hallway. 
Two more Ether Foundation people. I think that one was a double battle. Uh, you knock them out. You read about Cosmog. How comes in. Tells you about Cosmog. This is all the same. Except, yeah. actually, I think it said the, the, the computer PC said Cosmog may be an Ultra Beast. Which I don't know if it ever said that in Sun and Moon. Did it say that? Yeah. yeah. I, okay. Because Hal was like, Cosmog may be an Ultra Beast. Yeah, he oh. like... He did his whole like uh, thing, like shocked arms out face. And he said, we need to tell Glavion right away. (laughs) (laughs) It also, I mean, you know, the the, the ultra wormholes. Cosmog, it opens the things. Yeah, I mean, it can open and close, but like Hoopa opens and closes, not wormholes, but portals for legendary Pokemon to go through. Yeah. So that's not like unheard of. Yeah. But maybe maybe that applies later to the story. I just thought I just don't remember that in Sun and Moon, and it's been a year. But I like that stood out to me when it said Cosmog may be an Ultra Beast. Um, Did you go in the next room and see Faba's journal blog? Uh, yes. In the room that Gladian was blocking. Yeah, at first I kind of skimmed through it. I was like, this all seems the same. It's pretty good. It's just Faba being a terrible boss. Yeah. Well, who, okay. Who's the? What's the hierarchy here? Is it? Lusamine Faba Wiki, or is it Lusamine Wick Faba? I think it's. I think Lusamine Faba Wick. Yeah, because she seems to be more of an administrative person. I believe at one point too, they have an interaction when you first go to Eighth Foundation and meet them, and she says something to him, and he says, "No subordinate should ever talk to me that way," or something. Mm. He's the branch chief. Yeah. Oh, okay. <sighs> Oh, Branch Chief. Uh, and then, F. And then That's in the, his name in the his blog. Name in the blog. Is, is it? Yeah. yeah. So he could like disguise himself or oh, whatever. Okay. And then there's the type null stuff in that room. Yes. Which I think, again, is the same. Yep. Except it, I laughed really hard that its first code name was BK, and all I could think of was Burger King. That's my old chat was Burger King when that happened. <laughs> Because it was Beast Killer. I also thought it was. I thought it was interesting that Pokemon decided to use the word a word like killer. Yeah. Uh, especially since Pokemon don't kill each other. Yeah. They just well they can I guess. Yeah. I but, mean, Pokemon can kill as we've seen with Ash many times. <laughs> I yeah I thought it was interesting that they used the term Beast Killer. Um, go back upstairs and you fight Faba again. And he says, ha ha, I tricked you, and I'm now blocking your way to get to Lusamine and Lily. And how is like, yo, you just told us where they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that part. That's exactly the same as last time, and it's still great. It's really good because it, it, it's humorous in itself. Like, yes, it's, all, it's, it's the foil, but it's also like, it's, it's almost like all the things of Team Skull of like, they're being very self-aware and yeah. purposely being funny. And this is kind of... Us as players, we know it's it's simple, yeah. But it was a kind of pointing out the simplicity of the plan, right, to us, which is like really funny. Uh, and then he has more Pokemon, and it's a double battle. So I think you're doing this with How, or is no, this is with How, right? I or, think it's with How, yeah. Uh, and his Raichu smokes everything until it gets knocked out, and then How becomes pretty useless. <laughs> yep. We had two Raichus in my battle. Oh, double Alolan double Raichus, double Raichu. Just Does that sl- work out for you, Slade. Slade. Slade times two. Yeah, Faba. What is what is Faba's gimmick? Is it psychic? Water psychic, psychic, ground psychic. Okay, psychic. it is psychic. Also, his glasses are beans. I know that. I don't know. 
beans? Like, fa- like fava beans, which is like a play on They the- are. Yeah. That's so What's weird. Fava bean. Fava bean. It's a bean. Fava. This is a bean. In a can? Nope, maybe with a nice Chianti. That's a joke that probably... Ooh, yep. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, but his glasses are beans, and also, I don't know, I thought this was... I didn't catch this the first time. I got the idea of like, oh, I, I came up with this plan to send you down to the basement, and and it was a it was a trap. And initially, I think I just maybe skipped the dialogue enough that I was like, okay, cool. I don't really get why that he did that. Like, it doesn't really make sense to me. But after realizing that he had more Pokemon this time, and he he states, yeah, he's like, when you first showed up, I wasn't expecting you, but I bought myself time to get more people. Yeah. Yeah. It's clever. Yeah. It it gives him a little bit of redeeming factors. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, After that, you then discover, when you go through the door, you discover that Team Skull is here, which was the big, one of the big twists, I think, of last time. Of Team Skull being an Ether Foundation. Yeah. You have to battle a couple of them. I'm pretty sure Gladion battled some of them. The ones laying on the ground were people who lost the Gladion. You battle two of them. And then the third one. This isn't Sun and Moon, but it's, it's so funny. The joke still holds up really well. The last grunt goes, Hey, man, I don't fight battles. I can't win. Yeah. <laughs> Did he give you an item or something? No, there's no, no item. Just like, sorry. I don't. Yeah, I can't. Fa- I can't. Move along. I don't fight battles. I can't win. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Again, just that self awareness I think is really charming in this game. Gladion loses to Guzma, and then you have to fight Guzma. Yeah. I don't know. Did you write down any dialogue that he said that stood out? It's kind of like that Guzma said. Yeah, it's kind of all the same. He said you're a misfit. I think. Yeah. No, he said something about how he was going to destroy us, like every other person. Ha ha ha. Yeah. He had one extra Pokemon with him. He had, uh, he had a pincer? I think pincer? Was that He new? always had the pincer. The Vigavolt. The Vigavolt. Yep. That's the new one. I was not expecting that. No, that I wasn't one either. really threw me off. <laughs> uh, he definitely did not have that in Sun and Moon. That is for sure new. Okay. Uh, the Vigavolt. I trust you on that. The Vigavolt. Yep, I don't same. remember that. <laughs> I would have definitely remembered if he used a Vigavolt. Uh, that went pretty straightforward, too. He lets you through. We get our first change here, which is the Ultra Recon Squad shows up. And the Urs. Good old Urs. Urs. With their Poiple. Yeah. What are your guys' thoughts there? Uh, the thing I noticed the most is how nonchalant they throw the ball. Yeah. I think... I I like them a lot. They're not serious. They're just like, we suck. We know we're not good at battles. We're going to try, though. But that's Yeah, not... so they had a reason to battle. I, I didn't write it down, though. They were like, we're supposed to battle to prove who's stronger. Oh, yeah, that's that, it. I think that was later on. Is it, it? It was later on. I think this was, we need this to happen because we need whatever, like, this is for... I think they were trying to find a way to deal with Necrozma... And they were like, don't make, don't regret things that we regret. Like, don't continue doing what you're doing. Go back and stop this journey with Cosmog. They wanted to be the ones to fight Lusamine? Because weren't they upset that they... I think they wanted to go with Lusamine. Originally. I don't. Right. Well, they were working with the Aether Foundation. Yes. To try and make this work. And then after this, this happens, they're upset that Lusamine betrayed them. 
Yes. I don't remember the battle though. That's where I'm. I'm. I mean, the battle is just pointful. Yeah. yeah. But I don't remember what the exact reason of why the battle is. Uh, because I'm confusing it with another interaction. But yep. they definitely were like, we're supposed to battle because that's what people do. Yeah. It's funny though because they're they're talking about how like they're learning like they're they're like oh we don't we don't dude we don't have this we don't have have these Pokemon and Pokeballs and whatever where we're from so we're it's we're we're getting better at it and we're doing battles and stuff but they just literally have one Pokemon that's it like and it's it's they're not adding to their team they're not what happened to Furfru? It's gone. Left it at the vet at the, at the bar vet? at the barber. They clearly set it free. Also, we still don't have clarifications of where they got this beast ball from. When did they get Poiple? Well, when they fight you with Poiple, they said we'll fight you with a Pokemon from our from our dimension or whatever. So then, it was part of the deal of helping Lusamine of her giving them a beast ball. I think so because they're developing the beast ball. Yeah, right. Okay, so that probably makes sense. It. it would probably make sense too that they were able to through like wormhole traveling and whatever whatever tr- wormhole research Aether Foundation was doing that they were able to get a poiple and that probably was enough for Lucimine to be like yeah I can I can swindle these folks into letting <laughs> me through to there you know none of this really makes that much sense I'll we'll get to why in a second yeah uh, so you go through and you beat the Alpha Recon Squad. You go through. They do bring up Necrozma and how I remember what they say. They said that Lusamine, they were originally helping Lusamine because Lusamine said she could help restrain Necrozma. Yes, that's true. That's it. So they go through and now this is where the game's different because while Lusamine still has the same intentions of keeping Cosmog in a cat carrier and go opening the ultra wormhole using Cosmog. She wants to go into the ultra wormhole. Ultimately, I think the end goal, if I'm not mistaken, is to save her husband. But also... Doesn't she want to catch Necrozma? Catch Necrozma right. so yeah. she could use Necrozma to keep other Pokemon safe. Yes. Yeah. Because even though she's quote-unquote evil... Her goal, her goal is to keep all Pokemon safe, and that is the goal of the Ether Foundation. Good intentions, just misguided intention. Yeah, like her intention is to save Pokemon and keep them safe, but she's going about it in the worst ways possible. Right, and Lily and Gladian use the word selfish a lot. Yes, that she is selfish, and that interaction in that scene with her and Lily and Gladian, it's very clear that she's. Very selfish. Yeah. I mean, the way she talks to Lily and Glady, and we talked about it last year, is extremely adult. Condescending? Yeah. It's also very dismissive. Yes. I mean, adult in the, in the, in the mindset that those are adult themes of parents being oh. abusive to their, verbally abusive yes. to their children. And I don't think... Uh, a ten or eleven year old who are playing this game, these games, because they're the target audience, I would assume, uh, understand the concept of verbal abuse, unless they themselves are experiencing it. Yeah, but there are a lot of people that don't understand verbal abuse, and they just are like, "Oh, that's just what they say." Yeah, I mean, it 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 may be something that can be a like touching stone of like 
oh, this is, in this game, they're telling me this is not a nice thing because they're presenting it in not a nice way. Right. And this is something that I experience, so now I'm having awareness of this being not a nice thing. One would hope. One would hope. Uh, but the big change here is Lily, or not Lily, uh, Lusamine is talking a lot about Necrozma. I don't think Necrozma was ever mentioned in all of Sun and Moon, besides Looker. Right. Getting a lot of Necrozma dialogue from, like, Ultra Recon Squad. and Yeah, so we, we've learned, we, so we know from everything up to this point that Necrozma is in Ultra Space. Necrozma is a threat. Necrozma stole the light from Ultra Space. If Necrozma, Necrozma is restrained, if Necrozma becomes unrestrained, which the Ultra Recon Squad says is going to happen, Necrozma will come to Alola and steal Alola's light. And that is kind of the whole reason why ne- Ultra Recon Squad is here to begin with. Right. What I don't understand is why Lusamine, one, couldn't find Lily for three months. Was she really trying that hard, Yeah, though? I don't think but, she cared. But she <laughs> wanted Cos- Cosmog to open the portal. And two, w- the flutes. I-, I don't understand why she just doesn't go to Executor <laughs> Island and get the other flute and go to the altar. <laughs> Maybe she thought that this was a faster way because she of her interactions with Nylego. This is this is a thing that can open and it's way easier and I don't have to go through all that work. I have all this technology around me. I have this huge foundation that's working around the clock researching stuff. We can find a way to get in there and continue to get in there. Also maybe it's, you know, something as simple as uh plot holes like only people with good hearts can use the flutes or something. <laughs> It's also that Only like children can use the flute. It's also that Spider-Man thing, or where, excuse me, <laughs> what? Where or maybe it's a, I should say superhero thing, where it's like save the love of your life or save a hundred people, and you have a choice. Oh, and they yeah. present that choice of save Nebby or use Nebby to save all of the Pokemon in Alola. Right. And Lily is very much like, nah, screw you. I want to save Nebby. <laughs> Which is kind of also like a plot hole, I think. I don't know. I think it's she's just really isolated on Nebby. So she's kind of like... She's focused on Nebby because she cares for Nebby. But also, whenever there's these ultimatums of like, it's either this or the other... Ultimatums don't work. The good storytelling (laughs) is there's always a better solution. There's always, like, another solution that you can, you know, in positive stories like this, there's always a third solution where you can do both, or you can, you know, like, you can save Nebby, and also you can save all the Pokemon. You just need to find the way to do it. But the bad guys are so wrapped up in their own egos that they want the quickest way out, which is one or the other, right? And that doesn't happen, because Lucimine uses Nebby anyways. Right. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. so wrapped up in it that she's instead of looking for a better solution, she's just going to choose one of the two. Right. But like it I mean, it's the same it's the same as last year, but like seeing it again, like going through the motions again, there's like no stakes. It's just Lucimine does it anyways. Mm-hmm. Gladion and Lily are super upset. Your character has a smile on their face because <laughs> zero emotion <laughs> otherwise. And then Co- Cosmog is fine. It just turns into Cosmoem. And yeah, Lily and Gladion don't understand what that means right now, mm-hmm. but it's still f- 
It's all it's all fine. Everything worked out. And you would think that maybe the Ether Foundation, who have been studying Ultra Beasts forever, might know a little bit more about Cosmog and like understand that there's different forms of it. Like, well, if they they've never know- seen the other forms, which, as far as I know, from the first game, like like let's for this specific discussion, let's put this in the perspective of Sun and Moon, not Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, because at this point, the three of us and anybody who's playing these games after playing Sun and Moon. We already know what is happening with Cosmog. Or if you watch trailers and you're aware that Solgaleo and Lunala exist, <laughs> you know what's happening. Yeah. But for the characters in this world and for people who are oblivious otherwise, aside from what's happening, this traumatic event happens to Nebi and Nebi turns into this thing that doesn't talk anymore, doesn't have any emotion, doesn't have a personality. And Lily, who is has been caring for it, is now concerned because she doesn't know what's wrong with it. To her, it looks like this thing is locked up. It's possibly dead. Like, it's just it's just ceasing to, to be Nebby anymore. And as our characters, we don't know that. We do know, eventually, that it blossoms into this Ultra Beast or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know. Are they Ultra Beast? They are Ultra Beast, right? No. They're not? They're just Pokemon? Well, I mean, they could be, but as of Sun and Moon, they yeah. were just legendary Pokemon. But nobody in this world knows anything about Cosmog aside from Cosmog itself. I don't think anybody in this world has seen Cosmoim or seen Solgaleo or seen Lunala. No, they've seen, they have, they built altars for Solgaleo and Lunala. I mean, they in know. the Aether Foundation or the people that are researching yeah, it, like there's, there's lore myths, and history, right? yeah. But. Does anybody know that, has anybody well, been able to they, draw the line between, like, this is Cosmog and this is this myth that we know? Get Professor Oak on the phone. All right. Samson or Samuel? The, the, the good one. So Samson. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll call him up. He'll surf on over. and <laughs> Surf on over. Take over the leaderboard. <laughs> I mean, they know enough to know that it opens wormholes. They clearly know about it. Yeah. They also know enough to build a Pokemon from scratch. I feel like they could have just... Dedicated a little more time. But also they failed. They built a failed Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know. So Valley's really cool. It is, but only when it has the love and friendship of a companion. <laughs> Lucimine goes in and Guzma goes in after her, right? And that's That's the true love. Yeah. That's the real sad love story. Oh, there was the there was the throwaway line from Lucimine going, Guzma, I could understand the Ultra Recon squad losing, but you that's that's like, disappointing. How could you? Yeah. yeah. Was the line that Gladion said about remember what happened to father was that ex- was that in Sun and Moon? I don't think it was. Because because I, I, I feel like it was just a theory mm-hmm. with well, Moan. It, yeah, it was like a theory, and then like two weeks later, people are like, okay, we know for sure this, yeah. this is it. So, Update Bulbapedia now. <laughs> yeah, because that stood out to me this time. Yes, and yeah, Gladion you're right. in general seemed a lot more distressed. Like he seemed more emotional. Overall, this time than he did last game. Mm-hmm. I would agree too. I can't remember if if we answered this or not, but or if it even came up. But I remember bringing up that when you go to the dimensional research lab, you read the thing and or the scientist talks to you and says, "Oh, the ultra wormhole theory was written by Moen or whatever." Was that in the original games? Yes. Yeah, that was. was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's there was some level of like we can draw connections right, yeah, within that... the game without reaching. Yes. But yeah. now they're like making it. I don't yes. know. Kind of I guess clear. there is like a hidden thing between Moan and Lucimine, like post game, that you can do. Spoilers. 
Everyone knows they're Spoiler hit. Steve. We just talked about how they're Yeah, dead. you're right. <laughs> Go find it. I you're don't know right. where it is. I don't know where it is or what it is. Yeah. I just know it it exists that they acknowledge it. But I think that's that's the episode. Well, also, how was the battle for you? I don't think we talked oh, about that. Oh, yeah. You have to battle Lusamine. Yeah. Uh, it was extremely easy for me. It was for me as well. Yeah, same. Um, what I liked, though, was how she was withdrawing Pokemon as needed. Oh, she didn't she, have a chance for me. <laughs> she, I mean, she was she doing no that time. for me. Um, so I thought that was interesting. That's pretty cool. Did what she, did she have again? Did she have and or use a Z-move? No. I don't think okay. so. She didn't use one. She had a Clefable, a mm-hmm. Beware, a Melodic. Her Beware was her like main one. Okay. Not for me. It's her last Pokemon. It's her last oh, and strongest. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, a Lopunny and a Lilligant. So, did we see the Ultra Recon Squad again after we battle Lusamine? I think that was the point that they showed up then because then they say like, "We yeah. were betrayed." No, we've been had. It's after she goes in through the oh, through the oh, portal, and yeah. they're after. like, "We've been had." Because she, because uh, Fico, Psycho, Fico says. Was this all for her own selfish satisfaction, or does she simply feel too much responsibility to take everything onto herself to fix? And I was like, mm, "That's a that's a powerful line conundrum, almost as powerful as where did, what happens to a Pokemon's consciousness when it goes into the PC box." Deep. Wow. Deep. <laughs> uh, the last Deep. thing I wrote down is how says Miss Lu- Miss Miss Lusamine is a good person. Gladion and Lily were like, uh, uh <laughs> okay. <laughs> excuse? <laughs> like, look, you didn't have to live with her for 11 years. Yeah. Somebody also mentions, and I'm pretty sure that this was discussed. Don't they talk about, doesn't, don't, don't they mention something about the relationship between Guzma and Lucibine at this point? Uh, somebody s- say something like, w- I think Wick or a Grunt says, that Guzma would do anything for her. Okay. But nothing more than that. Nothing more than that at this point. Nothing more than that. Okay. Or the other thing, which which was said in Sun and Moon, was Guzma really likes Lusamine because Lusamine sees the- The strength that he has. The strength in him. Yeah. Whereas everyone else ideally sees him as like second place. Right. Well, I mean, if you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> It feels like, overall, though, it feels better. It seemed, I don't know if it's because we already did it, which it probably is, but in general, it just seemed, like, snappier and condensed. It seemed, I don't know, it just felt more drawn out the first time we did it. I, I don't, don't know, know if, it, if... I don't know if it feels condensed or more condensed to me. It felt still pretty lengthy, but it feels more developed. Like, And we've talked about this before, about how Sun and Moon, through some... Parts of it felt rushed and rushed and disconnected, and I feel like these are like the opportunities that they're taking to make it more cohesive. Because there are a lot of points in this story now where I'm like, oh, they didn't really draw that connection before, or it didn't really make sense for these characters to be in the same room or near each other, or whatever, or have an interaction, and now they're drawing more connections. Mm-hmm. It feels more developed. It's like they took the time to actually, yeah. Make it a story that works. Right, I right, guess. Right. Not that it didn't work at all before. I loved the story for Sun and Moon, but it feels better. I, I think, think snappier is a good. I don't yeah. know who would who of you said snappier, but I said snappy. A good word. I think that's uh, that's where we'll leave it. 
So we we leave it as uh, Lily changing clothes, how being positive, form. Gladion being angry. You gotta get some flute, which seems like a real bad storyline overall. Didn't seem good the first time. Gotta get that flute. Still doesn't seem good this time. Completely pointless. Uh, we're gonna go head off to Pony Island and uh, see you next time. We'll meet you there. But because Alola is both hello and goodbye. Alola. Super Effective is hosted and produced by me, Steve Black Jr. If you would like to support It's Super Effective, you can head over to our Patreon, which we have updated to an easy URL for you. It is ise.cash. And for as little as $2 a month, you can support It's Super Effective and join our Slack community where you can chat and battle and trade with other Pokemon trainers. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.